3,000 Years of Longing. 3,000 Years of Longing is the new George Miller film. George Miller, who hasn't directed a movie since Mad Max Fury Road, which I love Mad Max Fury Road. I thought Mad Max Fury Road is one of the be was one of the best movies of the year it came out. And was also, I think, it's also one of the best movies of the decade, uh, I think. I think it's absolutely a fantastic film. Um, after this, I believe he's doing like a sequel prequel to Mad Max Fury Road. It's fo focused on the Furioso character, where it's played by Anna Taylor-Joy, if I'm not mistaken. Um, that I think that's going to be his next one after this one, but 3,000 Years of Longing, so starring Idris Elba and Tilda Swinton, uh, Idris Elba who plays a djinn, um, in this movie, uh, which is basically just a genie, uh, basically that's what it is, um, and you have Tilda Swinton who plays a scholar, um, uh, she's taking a trip to Instable, um, you know, going through the shopping market, things like that, looking at various things, um, and then she finds this very nice bottle that she's drawn to, and she's like, I, I want this, I want to take this. Um, and then takes it home, starts rubbing on the bottle, just like how you do with the genie, you rub it a couple times and then boom, the genie kind of pops out and that's what happens here. You know, she rubs it a couple times and boom, a big ass sexy black man pops out the bottle, um, in the form of Idris Elba, uh, there. And he basically tells her everything about, you know, of course the traditional stuff you have with the genie is like you get three wishes and it lays down the, which is important when you do with a movie with wishes, you got to lay down the groundwork of how the wishes work you know what i mean and everything he establishes all the rules because that was like one of the big problems like wonder woman 84 it's like you can just wish for you know anything you want and it seems like there's no real rules to any of this stuff so this movie establishes the rules of like you can't you know you can't do the trick of wish for infinite wishes um you can't bring somebody back to life you know basically if you've seen aladdin it's basically the same rules as that uh basically mm -hmm. so he basically establishes all that. Um, and she's trying to decide, you know, what she's supposed to wish for and how she can use these different wishes. Um, and, you know, hearing, you know, listening to the Idris Elba character, um, she's like, well, tell me a little bit of stories about all the times people have ever used wishes. And it is a lot of the movie is just Idris Elba and Tilda Swinton talking and talking about, you know, uh, the Dijins, who's Idris Elba's character is about his experience and about like all the times that he's ever been used and all the people who've ever, you know, uh, he's, he was in service of, um, and they are very interesting stories, uh, but that's what you're mainly going to get of Idris Elba and Tilda Swinton sitting in a hotel room, um, and him just recounting these, you know, uh, stories to her, um, you know, kind of telling these different stories to her. Um, I thought they were visually the movie's gorgeous i think um a lot of stuff that uh, that you see here is it looks really good like when they tell the stories of he's telling them a lot of use of color is also very gorgeous and 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 beautiful um a lot of different kind of weirdness is also here as well typical sometimes of george miller who you know has a very interesting filmography um if you kind of look through it a lot of kind of different varied stuff um and you also have very talented actors and Tilda Swinton and Idris Elba who know how to do this material very well, um, which I, I imagine like just the maybe somewhat of the 
you know, uniqueness of it and the personalness of it is kind of what drew them to the story because you have that here of about, I mean, it's a story about telling stories, you know, um, like with Tilda Swinton's character, she's a scholar, a scholar of, you know, learning history and um, how stories are constantly retold throughout history, you know, like the modern myths now, and, you know, she brings up like superheroes, like she even has like when she's doing like a talk to, I think it's like maybe like a university or something like that. Um, you know, the, in the background, you'll see like Marvel and DC characters about like the modern myths now told as, you know, opposed to back then of telling stories of like Zeus and the, you know, the Greek gods and things like that. And, you know, she has this character, um, here, she meets Idris Elba who has lived through many, many years, thousands and thousands of years seeing all the history. Um, and one of the first stories he tells is of uh, being in uh, service to uh, Queen of Sheba, who I was trying to find the actress's name who played the Queen of Sheba. But my God, I mean, that woman was absolutely stunning. Um, really, really gorgeous. Um, I was trying to find the name of her. I was trying to see on IMDb, but it was like, wow. Um, but when they do that story and when they show everything like with the kind of uh, with the desert and these uh, temples and everything like that looks absolutely gorgeous. I thought that looked really great. Um, what were kind of your thoughts on the movie there, Mar? Um, <laughs> so my initial thoughts on this, I, I, I like to echo everything that you said. I think that this movie is absolutely stunning. I think George Miller has kind of proven like it, like 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 you said like looking at this filmography like this man is like pushing 80 years old and to see like i I'm, i remember everyone talking about like mad max fury road when that came out about like just like an almost 80 year old man putting out mad max fury road and kind of doing it just like so well and i like that he cuz usually like when people like like reach that age you kind of don't uh, you don't really do films like that you want to do anymore. You end up doing like what society wants you to do. It's like, you're supposed to do like the war movie or the, like the kind of like the, the, the kind of like the romantic comedy and just kind of like this very slow and not really interesting movies just because it's like, and, and in a way it's kind of ageist the way we kind of like pigeonhole, uh, uh, like directors mm. like that. Like, and I'm I'm really glad that like George Miller is kind of like making the films that he wants to make. Now, is Three Thousand Years of Longing like my favorite film like of the year? No, it's not. Like I I walked away from this film kind of like wanting to know more, but not wanting to see this movie again mm. because <laughs> like it's 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 right around ninety minutes, and to be honest, like I kind of thought this movie kind of dragged a little bit, mm. and. It's mainly because I I think that another film kind of I'm not sure if you've seen this film like earlier this year. It's it's not really about stories the way George Miller kind of takes this movie, but Good Luck to You Real Grand. Like, I have not kind seen of it. like it's pretty much the same concept what George Miller is doing here, where it's just too like Good Luck to You Real Grand is more about like just kind of it just too two people from two different generations kind of discovering each other's bodies and just kind of like talking. Like it's really like, it's kind of like a combination. Like this movie is kind of like a combination between that movie and also just, and, um, uh, shoot. What's that? Uh, my dinner with Andre kind of like just two people talking in a room and just kind of sharing each other's stories. Mm. Uh, 
kind of minus the sex part because good luck to you regret has like a lot of like sexual content in it mm. but well this one does too at the end of the movie but 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 um i don't know <laughs> i just think it's kind of like an interesting film just because for, i did a little bit of reading like he did make this film like during quarantine and i kind of want to know I could kind of see a little bit where his mind was at during quarantine and just like Mm. him kind of making a movie about stories and like what stories mean to us and like what, when does like a story actually end? And just like, I, I I found that interesting on that level, but I think like what this film is kind of like begging us to do is to rewatch it again. I don't really have like, I I, like, I don't really have like a want or need to like watch this again just because it was kind of it was just kind of like a chore to watch it just that mm. that's just my opinion though <laughs> a chore to watch oh wow um yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i mean i i guess i kind of see where you come from because i mean not to say you 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 can have a, a really fantastic movie with characters just in one place um you know there's tons of great examples of that um like you brought up my dinner with andre a more recent example i bring up is something like one night in miami which really only really takes place in like the hotel room with all those guys and that's the movie with regina uh king who directed that movie and it's Mm -hmm. about like real life uh, you know it's like based on kind of like a fictional event possibly um but you know it also has stars like real life figures like muhammad ali and malcolm x and uh, uh, people like that and Jim Brown and it's it's basically just takes place in them in just one area and it's I think a phenomenal movie I think it's one of my favorite movies of the decade um, so you can have a very interesting movie there and when you know the back and forth between Tilda Swinton and Andrew Selva just their conversation is I think a really great um, just about them like talking about life talking about love relationships uh, desire um, you know, what do you really want? What is, you know, cause he's, he's like, my whole thing is like, I can't, you know, to me, my obligation is to, you know, fulfill your heart's desire. Your three wishes have to be from your heart's desire. You know, you can't just, you know, wish for something as frivolous as like, yeah, I wish, uh, to have a new pair of shoes or something like that. It's like, what, what truly is in your, you know, heart's desire, you know what I mean? What do you want? And you see Tilda Swinton as a person who, you know, from the title has this longing, you know, this longing of kind of, compassion of of uh, someone to be with you know um and you know especially for someone like her who her whole thing is being a scholar and looking through history and you have a person who's lived through thousands of years who can talk about all this different history and all this different you know uh has all this different knowledge of it is is also very uh, fascinating and titillating for her um and you also kind of see some things of like you know looking through his past of like a common thing is like he's only been in service to women like usually women have been the ones that have picked up his bottle and have used him and have wished for things um you know it's a, a, a big common thing through all these kind of different stories uh, which i thought was kind of interesting um when it comes to i think the weakest part is the third act um just because it kind of feels like oh that's it you know what i mean like it just kind of feels like it's kind of over there um like when they kind of leave and she goes back to her home country which is london um it just kind of feels like oh okay i mean all right um there's like some little bit more stuff there and it just kind of feels like it's kind of over um so i was kind of felt like the 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 third act was kind of very lot uh lackluster there um and uh, you know i think of course you know if you got Idris Elba in the movie, there's obviously going to be some sex appeal there, obviously, you know, like she's 
obviously interested in his mind, but you know, also it's Idris Elba too. You know what I mean? Like you see Tilda Swinton kind of first in there too a little bit, and it's funny that you see kind of in this movie like she has some neighbors back in her, her home country when she goes back home in London who are like basically just they're just bigots or whatever, and you see them this racist, but you know, you see Idris Elba when he shows up to the door, they're they're even like, oh shit, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like they're complete racist, but even with him, they're just like you know still they're like dumbfounded, like damn. Um, so I, I thought, so, you know, it, it does good at also doing some humorous moments as well. I thought it was nice. And George Miller, you know, like I said, he, he takes some, always some different directions, you know, and some kind of different choices in his, uh, you'll see in his filmography, like, you know, this is a guy who did Mad Max Fury Road, but he also did Happy Feet. Um, he also did Babe, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's like, you know, it's like, I, I like somebody like that. He's willing to do kind of different stuff like that. Um, and with this movie, yeah, I kind of see your point about it. It kind of dragging some, and it's only an hour and forty eight minutes. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it's like, oh, he's just gonna tell these stories kind of back to back to back. You know what I mean? Like, okay, we're not, not gonna have mm-hmm. like even a break in between them of just seeing Tilda Swinton and him do something. It is kind of just back to back to back. We're gonna be telling these stories. Like, oh, okay. Um, yeah, I mean, what we kind of yeah. It's it's just like one of those things. Like I think I would kind of agree with you about how the third act just kind of was there. Like it didn't really land with like pretty much like any like substance or anything like that. Which was kind of a disappointment for me, just because throughout like the movie, like they kind of drilled it into your head, saying like like Idris Elba is this genie, where pretty much every single person that he served always asked for like two wishes but never finished to hit the third wish, which kind of imprisoned Idris Elba's character just because like, it's kind of like that whole thing, just like kind of like when, uh, when, when should, when should something end? Like when should you end a story? And it's like, and like Idris Elba was always kind of like in that gray area where it was just kind of like, well, he served these people for, for two wishes, but they didn't complete like their arc and stuff like that. And the, the, the way that Tilda Swinton's character, like, like the way their relationship kind of ended, like with their arc, like she wished for her spoiler. She wished for her final, like her, her final wish. Mm. And the way that kind of landed, I was just kind of like, well, that's kind of what I expected a little bit. (laughs) And it's just kind of like, for some reason I didn't really, there was no emotion there. And I thought that there was going to be more emotion with especially with what they were building up to does that make sense it's like mm. yeah it just like i said the it just the punch at the end i mean i mean there were this really wasn't much there i just felt like mm-hmm. it, it just wasn't really a whole lot there i mean it was still a sweet ending um i thought mm-hmm. um it was still fine but just i don't know i just i wanted more from it i think than what it gave and- me and you mentioned like those two older ladies that were basically bigots at the end. I thought that was a little weird that they just kind of threw that in there, where it's just yeah. like, I like why are they? Why are the? Why are these people here? Like they, we didn't mention them at all, and then you throw them in the third act just for like, oh, people got to have some bigots in there. <laughs> this is like people hate black people. Got to remember that. I'm just like, I'm like okay, I'm like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, it just seemed like, yeah, I guess you could say, yeah, they kind of were kind of just thrown in there a little bit. Um, Yeah, yeah, that was kind of weird. I guess, I don't know, maybe they were thrown in there because I, I was listening to another review. It was from oneofus.net, and somebody was mentioned maybe they were thrown in there because, you know, maybe you could have some problematic nature in this movie. Obviously, 
Idris Elba being a black man and Taylor Swift being a white woman and the fact that, you know, she, you know, he's kind of, you know, a servant to her in a way. And you can kind of say that maybe. So I guess you got to have this this scene in here maybe to show that Taylor Swift's character is not, you know, maybe a, a racist character or something like that. Yeah. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe that was the point of it. I don't know. But uh, yeah, I, I don't know, I guess. They just do kind of just yeah. pop up like bigot gophers, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> just racist old white women yeah. in, in London. Just like, yeah. yeah. We need a spinoff movie with them. Just like, <laughs> just like no, the new, no, uh, the new characters from like, make, replace them in uh, uh, Sesame Street, make them the new, uh, what was it? Oh my God. Just hanging off the balconies, just, just saying racist shit to all the minorities that walk by. Uh, yeah. <laughs> That's that's bad. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we don't we don't want that. We don't want that. <laughs> uh, but you said you you know you love the visuals of the movie. What else were you kind of loving about the movie? Um, the, I just love the the visuals and just like the simplistic nature of it. Like like when I was comparing it to Good Luck to You, Real Grand, that wasn't like a knock on it or like I don't think like this is a bad movie at all. It's just. It's kind of one. It's kind of unfortunate that I've already kind of seen a movie like this, kind of like with two characters just kind of talking with each other and discovering more about each other. And I feel like the the themes that they're trying to go with about like we should learn from each other and just talk and just conversate and mm. like learn from the stories that we tell. Uh, I feel like that Good Luck to You Rio Grande did it on a more personal level. Like it was kind of hard for me to just connect with everything because with all the just fantasy elements and stuff like that, like mm. just like it just Elba's ears, like it just Elba's ears, like that. Like, that that's kind of weird makeup, to be honest. I thought that was I thought they could have done better there, and I was kind of hoping, like like with the with spoilers for for this movie, so just tune tune out for like for like maybe like a couple minutes or something like that. Okay, but. Like when when she makes her final wish and she's like, "Oh, I want you to be like happy anywhere, like in uh, anywhere that you're happy or whatever." Like, like in like your world or my world, I was kind of hoping that he would kind of like transform into human, mm. and like I don't know, it's just like you wanted Aladdin, like when you said, yeah, in a way, I wanted <laughs> Aladdin in a way, but. uh I just think I don't know. I, it, for some reason, I just thought like that prosthetic like makeup was just a little odd. Like everything else, I thought was fine. It's just like mm-hmm. I don't know. It was it was just kind of disturbing for me. That, mm-hmm. that that's just me though. <laughs> I, don't know. I mean, the look of him is kind of interesting because he's got kind of like those ears, like those Vulcan type ears, and then he's kind of got like what you see on his hands. It's like a mix of like kind of like gold on his hands, and then the palms of his hands have like red on them, like red kind of. Uh, like mm-hmm. sand or paint on them it looks like um you know so i think that was kind of interesting um i don't know the look of him and then like with his beard he's kind of got like a red or kind of orange streak in his goatee and everything like that um mm-hmm. i just said you want to make him kind of look otherworldly because he's like this different kind of spiritual kind of creature um yeah, yeah. yeah. so I, I thought that was kind of i thought the look of him was okay i thought for the most part yeah um and what we kind of what's the uh, final thoughts rating for it there marley um, I think like I would give it like a tune in just because I I think that like when you first see the title for this movie, I feel like it's gonna like not to use the the, the wrong terminology, but tune t- 
people are going to tune out. Like when they see 3000 years of longing, Oh, I don't want to see a movie like that. So I'll be very interested to see like what the box office numbers for this is just mm. because just the, just reading that title, like, or just saying it right now, it seems like it's going to be a flop. So I hope, I hope people should go out. Like I, I want people to tune in for this because I think it's a movie that everyone should see just at least once, just so they can kind of experience like, like George Miller as like a as as a an artist and like a filmmaker, but walking out of it, I think that pe- this is probably going to be a very polarizing movie. You're going to have people that are going to love it, and then you're going to have people that are going to like absolutely like hate on it. But- yeah, probably because right now it's like on uh, Metacritic, I see it's like fifty seven percent, and then on Rotten Tomatoes, it's like sixty five percent. So, yeah, yeah. It, oh, it was like sixty nine percent yesterday on Rotten Tomatoes, but yeah, so it's kind of so yeah. kind of like. Yeah. Thor: Love and Thunder territory. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, but I think it's a better movie than Thor: Love and Thunder. But uh, yeah, um, yeah. I mean, I could see how people. Some people really love it because I saw some people talk about it and they were like, "Yeah, it's awesome," and you know, the movie visually looks stunning, and I love the performances and everything like that. I seen a lot of people kind of bounce that around, um, and I'm I'm in I'm in the same kind of camp there. Um, I will say, you know, maybe you see this trailer, maybe you go kind of looks kind of wacky, kind of crazy. Maybe you'll get that sense from it. It's really not, you know what I mean? Um, yeah, it is visually kind of interesting, but it's not like anything that's too crazy just story-wise. It's kind of telling like these little kind of different stories in one movie, you know, these little kind of mini stories, a little kind of in, in just one. Um, and mm-hmm. like I said, with the kind of lackluster kind of third act for me, I thought that was kind of weak. Um, but it's, you know, but, it, oh, yeah, go ahead. But just one thing I'd like to add to that is like, the tra- I watched the trailers, like, I, I highly recommend people don't watch the trailer for this. Like if they want like expectations for this film, it, the, the trailer totally does not sell this movie at all. Like it's like, like you said, it's just, it's very kind of like, uh, it kind of, whoever edited this trailer probably was going off of Mad Max on how kind of like energetic it was and just kind of like in your face. Yeah. It like, like I totally agree with you. It's very kind of like toned back and just, kind of like and just kind of like a re- like just a kind of a relaxing story so don't watch the trailer like yeah. like lead it before seeing this movie just because you'll be you'll be disappointed or i wouldn't say disappointed just kind of like misdirected yeah you- yeah because a little trailer will make it seem like it's like maybe one big acid trip or something like that or like it's mm-hmm. gonna be one crazy thing that happened after the next and it's like it's not really wa- like that when you watch the movie it's good trailer though i think mm-hmm. it's a good it, it i mean i understand you want to get as many people as possible to come in to go see it and to draw people mm-hmm. into it you know um you you said will it get kind of maybe crushed in the theaters or how well it will do um i don't know i mean because this week is really not really much that's big out because we're gonna do invitation that came out this week and then this movie also came out i think it'll do better mm-hmm. something like invitation maybe but i don't know invitation is like one of those smaller horror movie type things and usually people go see those just you know why not you know what i mean those usually make mm-hmm. their money back pretty well um and then i don't know if people are still gonna go see dragon ball super which was pretty big for you know that was also what movie that that kicked idris elba's ass last week because he also had a movie beast come out last week when that movie did way better than beast um so i don't know i'll be this movie's way better oh, this but, movie's way better than beast this this movie <laughs> um i think this movie is three thousand years is more interesting than beast i think it's more of an interesting yeah. movie than it is yeah it's like i had fun with beast but 
it's it's just like it, I I don't know, just not it it, it I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> like Beast is more I, like it's more interesting, straightforward. I think. I mean, mm-hmm. I mean, not to say this movie's that complicated, but it's more it, you know stuff they do with the storytelling I like better in 3000 mm-hmm. years or longer than in beast because beast is just like hey there's a badass lion and the lion wants to come eat people you know it's, it's a it's a rogue lion that doesn't that, that I'll, I'll stop you right there the the lion and beast doesn't eat people it just kills people for sport yeah which <laughs> was kind of like it's it's a predator don't predators like kill to like eat and i'm just like but it's rogue it's a rogue i'm like yeah no, i'm done <laughs> <laughs> yeah um but with uh with this movie uh give my final rating for it um i give it a tune in um i'd say uh yeah i i think you may have a you know good time watching it i did but it kind of maybe depends on what type of you know movie goer you are um yeah, I mean, I like to see kind of interesting kind of movies like this. Um, you know, just like I said, with the storytelling of it, I think it's very good. Uh, the performances in it, I think, are very good. Uh, the message of it, I think, is also very good. And, and just some of the discussions about, you know, just relationships and, you know, longing, you know, um, to you know make a call back to the movie, I guess, title of it. Um, you know, it's an interesting little feature um, that, that you, you might see. Um, so for that, I give it kind of a lowish kind of tune in for me would kind of be my thoughts on it 